Hey, welcome. Welcome to Marketing Mama Radio and today learn how to be taken seriously. Feel happy when you come home from work. You can be an example of what it's like to not let your kids down like you've always wanted to. Welcome. I'm Olivia Nelson and I can't wait to get started. And today we had, well actually it wasn't today, it was okay, so Sunday. Um, anyway, a couple days ago, oh no, yesterday. <laughs> so yesterday um, I went ahead and I went to a meeting and in that meeting there was um, this situation where uh, this this guy got really angry, like really angry. He was really upset. He was red in the face. The people in the, the other people in the room were uncomfortable. I could just tell one of the ladies that the lady sitting next to me, um, because we're social distancing though, she was like a little ways from me. Um, we're in a big room and it's kind of spread out, but she went ahead and she left the room and this, this guy who was angry was getting really upset with everyone in the room. He was like, okay, like you, you know, you haven't done, you haven't done this. And, um, I sat there and as I sat there, I I had a pen in my hand and I was writing down some things. And what I was writing down was my favorite phrase right now. And it's, uh, the version of me that I was then in that time did the best that I could with the skill set I had in that moment. Today, I'm an even better version of myself. And today I will do, I will do better. I do remember in that moment, writing that phrase down. And as I was writing it, I felt like a calm feeling come over me. And I felt like everything was going to be okay. Even if this guy was upset, and even if he, it looked like he was upset with me actually, because he was, he, he deliberately said he was upset with everybody in the, um, in the room. So I, uh, um, I was asked to speak right after him and I don't remember everything I said, but I do remember, um, what I did was I, I shared a story and I just, I said something to this effect that what I was doing, um, what I was doing, I kind of, I just shared, I shared a story about what I was doing and then I ended the story and then we were able to go on with our meeting and that guy that was really upset, he, uh, wasn't upset anymore and he said thank you and then, um, the guy in charge of the meeting was like, was able to change the subject and we got over it. Um, what, what happened though was I felt like I was prepared for that moment. And I also feel like it wasn't me necessarily, but that it was like really awesome to feel, to feel, um, just to feel ready to be in an uncomfortable situation. And what, um, I'm going to just, I'm going to be talking about what, like what led up to that and how you can be ready for situations that are uncomfortable and to be taken seriously in moments that are hard to, to kind of navigate through. So, and then like, that can be your work. That can be what propels you to move forward and to 
you know, be that example, be that example of, of what it's like to not let your kids down, even though, um, even if you've like felt like you've dropped the ball in the past, um, and you haven't been able to know what to say in moments that are hard or do your work in a way where you're able to come home feeling really happy and energized and enthusiastic because I think our very favorite work as mothers is actually, no, it's, it's the kind of work that, um, that we signed up for, or I think we were born to be mothers. I think, I just think we were. I remember when I was little, I used to play dolls and I would, um, get emotional even when I was playing dolls. My older sister would be like, are you okay? As I was like holding my baby doll and I'd be like, yeah. She'd be like, are you emotional? Are you crying? (laughs) And I was like, uh, I just, you know, I really, I was getting into it. I would get into my play that I would do. Like I would imagine, I would imagine being a mother and I would imagine loving that baby. And I would imagine it so much that I would start to cry and I would start to feel the way that I actually do feel today. And to this day, as I hold my kids and as they come to me and they say, mommy, you know, like, like kiss this, will you kiss it better? You know, when they get hurt or when, um, they just want to hold my hand before they go to sleep and they say, mommy, you know, can you hold my hand or mom, I want to hug, you know, and those things, those times when I'm like, my kids like love me. I love my kids. I used to, I used to pretend that my children loved me when I was a little child. And it's kind of, it, it has in full effect come to uh, fruition, if you will. And so what, what I want to talk about is what, um, yeah, what we can do to quickly, uh, what we can do, what, what I'm doing, honestly, it's what I'm doing right now. And, uh, I've, I've been told it's called many things or certain things, certain, you know, titles. And one of the ones that my husband refers to it as, he calls it imagineering, um, Bob Proctor gave him that, um, that title. I think that's where he got it from was Bob Proctor. But anyway, I just think of it as using my imagination. And I go back to when I was a child and when I was a child, um, I would imagine, and I, I've, I would imagine so much so that I'd get emotional and I'd be grateful. And, and as children, we do, no matter what you did as a child, what you would pretend to play. I know my sisters, even my older sister and my um, younger sister, they didn't necessarily like get into the same, like we would play house, but they like, I loved, they, they had different um, roles that they enjoyed playing um, when they would play, when we would play together. And I know like Actually, I want to get it right now because I'm close to the the book that I want to share with you. Excuse me. Sorry about that. <clears throat> um, it's called The Laws of Success by Sterling Sills. He says something in here that really, uh, that really gets me excited. <laughs> I'm bringing you with me as I'm like walking around my, walking around my, my room Um, The law, it's called The Law of Idols. And on page 33, by the way, this manuscript or this 
this book is not even in print. It's, um, I got it especially from, uh, it's a special edition from, from Bob Proctor, but it wasn't given directly to me from Bob Proctor, but somebody that actually my mentor was mentored by Bob Proctor. Like anyway, so this was given to my mentor and my mentor gave it to me, but it's directly from, from, uh, Bob Proctor. So in this, on page 34, it says, oh, darn it. I'm on the wrong one, but Oh, I want to get to it. So bear with me. We're going to find this. Okay. It talks about. Little. Uh, well, it just reminds me of, of me, really. Okay. It says this. The little girl who plays at house housekeeping she imagines that she has a home of her own. Her dolls are her children. Her other playthings carry with them all the problems of real life. Most of the abilities that she or most of the abilities that she will depend on in her maturity, she practices in her imagination of her youth. During this long period of preparation, she may practice the greatest adult virtues and exercise the imagined wisdom of maturity. As a consequence, her play illusion is a great educator. It is the mold in which her character is formed. Her imagination builds and or her imagination builds the roadbed on which her future success will travel. She will possess in her later life the qualities of kindness, charm, grace, love which she has imagined during her formative years. And that's what I'm talking about, okay? I'm so glad. Thanks for, you know, it took me a second uh, to find it. But it's so wonderful to be able to to hear that because I immediately went back to my childhood and I was like, oh my gosh. So if you would, if you will, go back to your childhood, think about what you would imagine as a child and and tap into that. It's magical. The imagination, our imagination, how we used it as children was just so um, true, and I think to trust ourselves that we have that, to trust in our ability to use our imagination to bring about whatever it is that we want is like super super powerful. And I am I'm I'm not who I you know really truly want to be yet, and I haven't become all that I can be yet, and I'm sharing my journey with you. And I can't wait to um, to hopefully meet you one day. But I hope that this uh, that my journey can can help you to see that your journey is is unique and is special and it's exciting. Um, and and um, okay, I'll just stop there. Um, coming back to where we were at before, just okay one of the things that I said earlier was you know how to be taken seriously oh so prepping you know how that situation or the scenario came up where somebody was angry and I think as adults sometimes 
we watch well in the scenario in the meeting I was in yesterday the guy that was angry um It was kind of sad, honestly. It was sad to watch an adult be angry. But at the same time, I'm like, it's, I've totally been there. And I don't want to, I don't want to be there. Yet, um, even if I'm, I'm around someone or have to be in a scenario where it's like uncomfortable, I can rest like knowing that I am, I'm, I don't need to get emotionally involved in in his in whatever he's going through because first of all it's not you know it's never about it, it was about what was going on in his life and it, whatever was going on I was able to kind of separate myself from that but it's not like easy necessarily it's simple to do it um, and I don't have like I don't think I have the way but I have a way and my way is is preparing for preparing in my own space when I'm alone and when I'm um in the you know the quietness of my own study I can imagine myself being calm and relaxed and um and then I don't necessarily want to imagine bad scenarios but there's a quote that says, whatever we fear or revere, oh goodness, I can't remember the quote all the way, but it says something to the effect of um, environment being our looking, gla- looking glass. So it's like, we, we think in secret and it comes to pass, environment is yet but our looking glass. It says something like that. And I think it's Earl Nightingale that says it, but... It's like whatever we, like if you think about, whatever you think about, you know, it comes to pass. And if, if we're afraid of something happening, then, then it happens. Oh my gosh, I'll tell you a story about the other day, actually. So the other day, I um, was at a friend's house. She was showing me her, I think I'm, She's building a house. So she's building this house and she was like, hey, come over to my house. I got to show you what we put in and it's really cool and I want to, you know, I want to show you what's there. And so when we walked in, into the front door there, um, I was, you know, because when you're building a house, it's messy. So it's messy on the floor. And like, I remember like when I walked in, you could kind of smell the wood. So I like smell, I could smell the wood in the room and... Um, I could see that there was, there were some, you know, soda cans close by, like it looked like the worker, the people that had been working on the home had, you know, taken a break and there was some, some um, soda cans. Anyway, but immediately when I went to go walk in the, I think it was like the living room area, but you can't, you know, it's, it's really in construction. It was like a lot of construction still going on in the house, but I could kind of see things taking shape as far as uh, when I listened to her, she told me, hey, we're going to have this here and we're going to have this here. And as she was explaining it to me, um, I, I was unsure of my footing and I was afraid that I was going to fall. And 
I had my phone in my hand and I felt this horrible pain in my arm. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this hurts like crazy. I threw my phone. I heard my phone hit the ground or hit the wood. I heard it and it was loud and um, I began to like wobble a little bit like on my footing I was like losing my footing because I was afraid that I was going to fall and I actually began to fall uh and then I looked on my like where my arm was hurting and there was a wasp and it was biting me and anyway what's interesting is like as I started to be afraid I obviously had a a a bad experience a bad experience and I don't want to have that experience again. And so I have more work to do. And it's a a catalyst, if you will. Like bad experiences, they're not bad. They're how we learn if we allow them to learn. Or if I allow myself to to learn from an experience like that. Um, anyway, so preparing in our minds constantly. And I watched as um, something I was afraid of falling almost happened but it wasn't necessarily that didn't necessarily happen but I was just the fear that I felt of like maybe falling I ended up having something else bad happen (laughs) so what I'm trying to say is even if the thing that we're afraid of that you know even if it doesn't happen something else could or or we can almost be sure of something else um happening and the opposite is true so as we like focus and concentrate on the good as we like what's the definition of revere I don't know what the definition of revere is but um it's good I know that revering someone um respecting someone or admiring someone um, and then like maybe even being grateful for someone um, brings about like happy feelings. And when we imagine with like focus um, and using like um, using our imagination to get emotional about the images that we want and the things that we want is, is powerful stuff. And that's why I have right next to me on my wall, I have this, vision board that I look at every day to remind myself of the pictures that I want to be having in my head, the good things I want to be having and the um, the emotion behind those pictures, you know, why I chose those pictures is really important to me. And then when I use, when I use my imagination to put myself there, put myself in those places, feeling those emotions that I would feel if I were there, in those, you know, homes that I have on there, or, um, it just, it changes my mood, and you can do that as well, and I hope you have a vision board, I hope you're looking at every day, and I hope you're getting emotional about those things that you really want, and they will come, and, um, sometimes you'll be surprised at other interesting things that, that will happen that are good as you, uh, you know, find what feels good, and, that's a quote from one of my favorite ladies. Anyway, um, I hope you have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye.